I'm so sorry, booze. I know it's it's been a little too long. Well, per All usual, right. we're this here is... with episode twenty-four. Yes, and this episode is on college haunting, and we um, are haunted, haunted in manas, haunted in manas. <laughs> Damn. Oh, we real yeah, out we, of touch, y'all. Real rusty. Oh god, awkward. <laughs> I'm Cindy. Cindy. I'm Gabriella, and I'm Andrea. So, um, I know it has been a while, as we've stated, but I am excited for this episode because these this I think this episode kind of holds near and dear to our hearts. Mm-hmm. I feel like I say that about every episode, but this one is just, uh, we have more, we've heard more stories, more personal stories about this, about this these like subjects. more personal. This one's more Absolutely. personal for me, this episode, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah 100% for you, Nana, especially. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and begin my research topic. All right. Bring it okay. to us, Andrea. Let me get comfortable. All right. So I have two. Um, I just couldn't really decide. So my first topic is in, on is on Smith College in Northampton, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Oh, it's haunted. I can tell anything northeast. Of <laughs> up, up, in the, up in the north. Mm-hmm. Okay. Old. Smith College is the largest women's college in America and one of the prestigious Seven Sisters. Smith, that makes me so excited. You know it's going to be haunted when it's Seven Sisters. Smith College has been one of the most dominant institutions in women's education since 1871. Of course, a century and a half is plenty of time to develop some homegrown college ghost stories. And with buildings dating back to the colonial era, it is Massachusetts after all, Smith has centuries of accidents, murders, and epidemics to draw from. Smith might be known to college consensus as the top-ranked women's college in the U.S., but it's also one of the most haunted colleges in New England. So Smith's website even features a continually updated listing of all the campus ghosts that have been reported and their respective stories, and there are some doozies. The most famous story, and unfortunately most heartbreaking, uh, centers around the Sessions House built in 1751, where star-crossed lovers would meet in a hidden stair. One, a British soldier. The other, an American girl. Their ghosts reportedly still haunt the house, and naturally, the hidden staircase is real. New residents are traditionally tasked with finding it on Halloween. Other ghosts include a senior who died after forgetting to turn off the gas stove, a little boy who died after being locked in an attic, and a broken-hearted mother dating back to the days before Smith when the building was a boarding house, who walks the floors with the crying baby she murdered in life. So sleep well, Smith students. That scratching you hear in the attic isn't a mouse. So I chose this one first because I, I was just in love with the fact that it was a women's college. Now my next one is a little more familiar for other people. Ohio University. Athens, Ohio, real haunt. Yep. Oh, yes. (laughs) Claimed by some to be one of the most haunted. Wait, not to be confused with the University of Miami. Shut the... (laughs) I forgot about that. Oh, my God. All right. So for you booze out there, if you don't recall, 
We did another episode on <laughs> hauntings. No, right? no, it was the Miami. It was, oh, it was the Miami. Yeah, episode. we're in Miami booze. Yeah, so I came across a haunting of Miami University, but I didn't know until like way later on, like way last minute, that it's not Miami University <laughs> of Florida. It was in Ohio. I can't. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was just funny to keep it on the episode. It was funny. Shits and giggles. It's so. hilarious, actually. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate Go on, it. Continue, Andrea. <laughs> okay, so claimed by some to be one of the most haunted places in the world, this university is believed to be haunted by spirits from the former Athens Lunatic Asylum. After opening in 1874. The asylum quickly became overcrowded and rumors swirled around the treatment of the patients within. In December 1978, patient Margaret Schilling went missing, and a month later her body was found by a maintenance worker. It is said that a clear imprint of her hair and dress are visible on the floor where she was found, despite the area being cleaned repeatedly. Repeatedly. The asylum is also allegedly haunted by the ghost of the impoverished patients who were buried in anonymous graves in a potter's field. At one point in the field, the graves form a circle, which is said to be a meeting place of witches. There are a number of different locations on campus that are said to be haunted, including the Brown House, where ghostly children can be heard splashing around in a long-gone swimming pool. Jefferson Hall is said to have a marble sound, which happens most often on the top floor of the building and is the sound of someone dropping hundreds of marbles on the floor above you. Washington Hall is believed to have an entire ghostly girls basketball team lurking inside its building, but mostly in the hallway over the arch that connects the hall with Reed Hall. Another version of the story includes a men's basketball team that haunts the top floor and the attic, which used, which used to be a rec room. Bush Hall is also said to have the marble sound along with the poltergeist who haunts the place by turning the water faucets on and off and messing with the lights. At Shifley Hall, a student in the 1970s was said to have participated in cult ceremonies at the nearby Hanning Cemetery, and when she stopped, she experienced a number of eerie things in her dorm room. Stories say she said she would have feelings of being pulled to the northeast back toward the cemetery. Okay, this I cannot pronounce, so apologies in advance. Voigt Hall, V-O-I-G-T Hall, Perkins Hall, Cutler Hall, Crawford Hall, and Wilson Hall are also among the spots on campus that have paranormal activity. And there is also a review that said there's, there, it is rumored that there have also been several student deaths, however, it does not elaborate further. So a couple points I wanted to know on this in Ohio University, why I specifically like this um, research topic was first, <laughs> the fact that, um, that there was like a, the body of Margaret 
like her, uh, what is it? The outline of her body can still be seen. But first of all, her story kind of just immediately reminded me of, um, oh my God, freaking, we were, everybody was talking about it. That new, the, the girl that died in the hotel, um, and, uh, in the, in the water tower. Oh my God. Why can't I, oh, the Netflix um, show, the, 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 the Cecil, hotel. Cecil. Yes. Yes. Um, and pardon me. I can't remember, uh, may she rest in peace, her name at the moment. I don't know why it's just blinking on me, but this kind of reminded me of her because like they both went missing and then they were found by maintenance, by a maintenance worker. So it's just like, I'm like, crazy, but Margaret here, the fact that you could see her her imprint still is kind of crazy because I have come across many a TikToks where the um I forgot what they're called. The people come in to clean up after like hazardous spills or whatever. So like they also clean up after a dead body. And I was just listening to Couch Coward's episode. I forgot which one, but um they were they were also talking about how um they had like an episode where they were talking about these people who would come and pick up the dead bodies and like clean and shit, whatever. And I was just, that's just immediately what it reminded me of. And it's just weird that like, I listened to that episode on their podcast and then I read this story almost immediately after. And I'm like, okay, the universe is trying to tell me something, no big deal. Mm -hmm. So ironically, um, you know, when we went to the Belvedere, mm -hmm. the um, like nice, the old yeah, hotel yeah. that's yeah, on condos in Baltimore. That's on episode one of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix because oh, yeah. a uh, this Hispanic man, like back in 2005, he was young and it's like early 30s. He had like a girlfriend, successful, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. He w went missing and the maintenance guy found him. It looked like he was pushed off the roof, uh. but like still landed in the building. Oh yeah, and it, it's like oh yeah, I do it's remember like that unsolved mystery. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, see, it's just all these poor maintenance workers, man. I feel bad for them. They always find the dead bodies. Mm -hmm. Um. So the other one was that kind of like obviously the meeting place of witches. So I I appreciated that. And um, what was the one? It kind of like just made me sad to think about an entire basketball team, either boy or girl, like basketball team haunting the, the what is that, Washington Hall? Because that's, that's very sad. That makes me wonder, like, what happened? I don't. To me, it sounds like it's like a residual haunting. Yeah, that's what Not, I was thinking. But yeah. like, why, why would it, like, why would it, why? <laughs> because so I, I don't know if you remember El Paso uh, High School. Yeah. Yes. The, uh, you know how we did yeah, yeah, yeah. the school spirits one. So they had something, they have something similar where they can hear uh, ghostly pep rallies. Yeah, I remember. And I, I think it's just literally residual haunting. Like these That's people so have passed, but their energy source is still there, repeating That's itself crazy. or, you know, here, yeah. here and there. There's just so much emotion that goes into playing sports and, being competitive that I can see that like if it's place is already haunted and has ghosts, then yeah. it probably attracts our energy way after we're gone, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. But that's that's the things that really kind of stuck out to me the most. But yeah, that those are my research topics. I appreciate oh, how the good. first 
college had like an encyclopedia of the ghosts on campus. I know, right? Isn't that so funny? It's so freaking that. cute. Gabriella, you should start that for Hood College. <laughs> I should. <Honestly. laughs> um, I'm going to now pass the baton to Cindy. Thank you. Okay, so I have this week's campfire tale. However, um, this is more of like a personal tale mm-hmm. because um, this individual emailed me their story. Okay. <laughs> so it's not like I, you know, researched this, unfortunately, but it's, okay. it's very, it's very fitting to, um, <clears throat> it's, very it's very fitting to we'll take the it. topic. That's okay. Okay. So the subject is ghost experience. And it begins with Oak Street House. The house was built in the early 1920s. We knew it was old, but I, but it had good bones and a ton of space for five of us to split rent. It was creaky with the old wood floors throughout, but it had a nice fenced-in backyard for the dogs, a creepy old playground with a slide and a shed too. I lived upstairs in the loft that had its own bathroom. At a time, we split up the loft into two rooms so that we could squeeze one more poor college roommate into the house. We did this by making some walls with two by fours and plywood in a makeshift door. The first year went by and we didn't notice much of anything weird that went on. Tucker was still a puppy, only about four months old when we moved in and used to run up and down the playground and dig holes in the yard. It was a fun house and we threw a lot of parties. One day when we were day drinking on a Saturday and watching football with about 20 people over, some unexpected guests showed up. Not ghosts, but old residents of the house. They came to a kegger with their five young kids. They said they used to live there and were wondering if they could come in and show the kids where they grew up. We thought nothing of it and let them come inside and the dad even had beer with us, for us. After a bit, they went on their way. Soon after that, our unexpected guests started to mess with us. Oftentimes, pictures, things we hanged on the wall would be laying on the floor. We didn't understand how or why it was moved, but figured someone must have knocked it off as we had people over frequently. Lights would also be left on when we returned from going out and we couldn't explain why. Maybe a roommate had come home and left and forgot to turn them out. Pretty normal, we thought. Then one day, things got really strange. My roommate, Andrew, Davis and I were watching TV with a dog sitting in the dog bed next to us. We heard a metal sound bounce and hit the floor forcefully in the kitchen. Expecting the dogs to be up to something, we looked around and saw them laying in their beds. They noticed the sound and lifted their heads too and looked scared. I walked into the kitchen and found a metal beer sign flipped over across the kitchen, roughly 12 feet from where it was placed on the wall. I showed Andrew and we both thought it was weird but just put it back on the wall. This would continue to happen with other framed pictures and plaques on the wall for the next month. We had rats in the house at the time, so we thought that was the least of our worries. A month or so later, we were drinking in the family room again and watching TV when we heard water running. It wasn't a drip or sound of rain, but a gushing sound. Looking around the room at another roommate, Davis, we saw the dogs were chilling and nobody else was home. We run down the hall to the bathroom and see the tub is turned all the way up on cold. 
This is when we started putting two and two together and thought maybe this place is haunted or something, but didn't take it too seriously as we didn't really believe in that at the time or know about spirits. Another week or so went by and after a party died down, my girlfriend at the time I went to bed to pass out. We fell asleep around 1.30ish and everyone had left from the party. About an hour later, we both are suddenly awakened by the sound of loud stomping footsteps coming up the steps to my room. They progressively are getting faster and faster, louder and louder as they, come, as they came to the top of the steps and to the door. It was really loud thumping steps, woke us both up from a drunken slumber. She screams right as it was at the top of the steps and all of a sudden the locked door flies open. We both are somewhat panicked at this point, not knowing what to expect. I expect to see a leg come through or a body and someone messing with us that didn't leave or maybe a roommate, but nothing is there. I run to the door to look down the stairs to see who is messing with me and nobody is there. The stairs are clear and the door at the bottom is closed as well. I'm completely baffled at this point because we should have heard someone walking or running down, running down the steep wooden stairs just like the way up, but nothing. Nobody's there and we, and we just left in a panicked, awakened state. That time was 3 a.m. Oh, the end. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was like, okay. I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously written by a dude who's like, that time was 3 a.m. No, like, oh, yours and hauntings, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a good story. Um, I was just confused on whether you had more to say or not. Yeah, that's how you left. It's really good. I appreciate the story, though. Thanks for sharing. Mm -hmm. 3 a.m., God, of course. Thank you for emailing us. Yeah. Yeah, can you guys figure out who it was? (laughs) No. Is it Chris? Yes. Yes. Aww. I know. I was like, um, I'm doing the Haunted College episode, and you still haven't sent me the email. He's, he's like, probably oh, like why? he's like why did you tell me five minutes before you guys start i'm like uh we've been doing this for over a year i've asked for a bad time i've asked for this it's like god Aww. damn it he's like dumb no wonder he was he a t- little flustered all <laughs> he told me about uh i know he was like all flustered after i was like ah, pipe down chachi i asked hmm. this for you okay give it to me now um <laughs> Um, he had told me this story a while back, um, but I like didn't know all the details. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm glad that he was able to to share oh, it. But that's spooky as fuck. One thing he yeah. didn't put in there uh, was that <clears throat> apparently it was like, sorry if you hear Tango in the background. <laughs> um, I see his fluffy tail. Um, a, apparently it it was some sort of like medical house at one point too because like the medical sign uh-huh. there's a medical plaque sign Shit's on there yeah and that's yeah. what i think like like just how you mentioned the asylum in in the second college andrea mm-hmm. like as soon as i hear like asylum or like medical like yeah anything yeah i don't really have to hear much after I believe yeah. you. <laughs> because again, like residual energy, uh, you know, these places of you're such in a vulnerable state when you're sick, you know, like me right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but like, even if you they get better, like that 
not feeling well and, you know, the stress of it and yeah. all of that. It's just, it adds up. Yeah, you know? it brings in a lot of darkness and uh, stuff. Yeah, I really thought you would get, you would figure out that it was Chris when he said Tucker was still a puppy. That's what Only I was about like, four months old. <laughs> I was like, Tuck, Tuck. Oh. Yeah, because I, I don't know why, like, I didn't, it didn't click in my head. I was like, no. I didn't <laughs> know either. I just, I was like, this sounds like it's Chris. Because at first, at first I, I was like, oh, Tucker, like Chris's dog, you know, the McConnell's, their dog. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I literally <laughs> yeah, was thinking, I'm like, dang, another dog named Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> the old pancreas man. Like, no. He's um, just like Tucker, the fun sucker now, and to think so of him cute. as a puppy. Oh, Is he the one with like the big like teddy bear eyes? Like, you know, yes. Just, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That one that doesn't let anybody play. <laughs> yeah, I love mm-hmm. them both dearly. They're okay, so Tucker and um, Murphy. Murphy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tucker's eyes. I'm like, oh. I don't know when I when forget I Bonnie. Oh, when I know Bonnie. My yes, my Bonnie lasts. I'm and Murph loves Bonnie. I know, obsessed. Yeah. Um, I when I walk Bonnie. in, every time I walk into their house, like Tucker Murph is usually like the first one to come up because Tucker is like so slow, but like mm-hmm. he gets so happy and his whole Aww. body shakes. Yes, like, he's like a little burrito waddling. Uh, it's like uh-huh. <laughs> and he has good picks. Good picks. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So before we move on to Nana's personal story, I actually found more information on um, Smith College's, uh, what is it? What did I say? Star-crossed lovers shit, whatever the fuck. And I would like to read it to you guys. I found it on their website. (laughs) Okay, be quick because I really want to tell my story. It's so good. Okay, okay. You found it like while we were recording? Oh my god! Okay, let's hear. It. So, um, this this is at the Sessions House, and this is like this is a big website. They have so many things, and I can make three episodes with just this website alone. Sessions House, the most well-known Smith ghost story by far is that of Sessions House. The building is one of the oldest in Northampton, dating from the seventeen fifty one. Anyway, um, dating from seventeen fifty one when it was built by Lieutenant Hunt. The origins of the ghost story date to the Revolutionary War. As the story goes, after his capture by the revolutionaries in 1777, General John, quote-unquote, Gentleman Johnny Burgoyne, a general of the British Army, was held as a prisoner in the Sessions House, where he fell in love with Lucy, one of the lieutenant's daughters. Because he was a British soldier, the love was forbidden, but rumor has it that the lovers still met on a secret staircase hidden in the house as an escape route during Indian attacks. Eventually, General Bernoy, Ber, Bergo, oh God, Burgoyne returned to England. The fate of his lover is less clear. Legend has it that Lucy went into a decline and eventually died, or even that she was actually an entirely different woman, Martha Henshaw, who married and lived happily with her husband, Samuel Henshaw. Accounts are given of the ghosts in Sessions' house. One holds that General B, I can't pronounce his name, I'm sorry. So he's General B, still wanders Sessions' house looking for his love, while the other has the two ghostly lovers still meeting on the secret stair. (laughs) In fact, the secret stair is not just a romantic fiction, but a real feature of the Sessions' house. A long-standing tradition started by the Sessions' first house mother is to have new residents of Sessions search for the staircase on Halloween each year. 
that's the Sessions House story of the oh. Dark Cross Lovers. Secret love. Yes. I just feel like it never ends well. <laughs> no. Never. Never. All right, my um, turn. Yeah, go ahead, Sissy. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, Wait. Uh, um, doesn't Smith College remind you of the college from Mona Lisa Smile, the movie? Mm, I've never seen that movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall. About. What? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Add it to your list. Okay, go on. Okay. Um, so my bestie, my, aka my other sister, mm-hmm. Sarah, fucking love you, girl. Um, emailed go us. Go ahead, girl. Go get it. Uh, with her personal experience um, in college. Um, so fun fact, everyone. Uh, Kara and I went to Hood College located in Frederick, Maryland, in case you guys forgot or just don't know. Historic Frederick. Yeah. When yes. I say, yeah, this is <laughs> old. I mean, this school's old. It's It was built in 1892, 93, something like that. Okay, that should look run down is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Alexa's best friend, Vanessa, that we all we all know, okay, she went to Hood College. And I'm just so happy that we're, you know, continuing on the family bond tradition <laughs> this one's for them hood girls some good girls straight masterpieces <laughs> okay all right so here we go hey ladies first off i would like to say that i love you guys and your podcast when i heard you guys were doing a podcast about spooky college experiences i had to write in so for those of you who don't know gabs and i were roommates slash back besties all throughout college and still are lol love you <laughs> anyways junior year gabby and i decided to try out a new dorm building it was probably the nicest dorm on campus this was also the first year guys were allowed to live in this building open day was like any other seeing gabs again after a long summer was super exciting my parents came to help me move in like always but this time they decided to bring my dog max by the way r.i.p max no baby he passed max. away guys no i know he's been Rest in peace, you beautiful mock. No, why can't you? No, my little tiny little fluffy white boy. Oh, baby. No, no. no. He's a little grumpy thing, but he was so sweet. <laughs> These old anglers dogs. I'm <laughs> I know. He was so sweet, but I can never get too close to him. And he was so cute because you could hear him waddling throughout oh, the house, you know, with so his collar. Cute. <laughs> okay. In the arms No, I'm turning, I'm turning the channel right now. <laughs> Go on, okay. Camilla. Okay. Uh, so Max loved laying on beds and couches. Let me tell you, he made himself comfortable wherever he was. However, when he came into my new dorm room, he went straight under the, my bed. Mom and I made a comment saying how weird it was, but didn't think anything of it at the time. About a month, everything was normal. Abs and I were just enjoying our junior year with great friends. One day, mid-September, I decided to take a nap before my 12 p.m. class. This was not out of the norm for me. I took a ton of naps in college, lol. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Gabby wasn't in the room, though. She was in class during my nap. I closed my eyes quickly and fell into a deep sleep. I suddenly woke up, not being able to catch my breath. It sounds crazy, but it almost felt like someone was taking control of my entire body. I look up, and Gabby's closet door was opening and closing very quickly. My, big, my bed began to shake. I was trying to scream, but couldn't. Finally, everything stopped, and I could catch my breath again. 
I ran out of my room and into my friend's room who lived next door in panic. I wouldn't go back in that room alone, so I made my friend come with me. When we walked in, the room was filled with fog and the air felt thick. It was super creepy. Gabby eventually got back to the dorm and I told her everything immediately. She began to tell me that she was feeling nauseous at night and was hard for and it was hard for her to sleep in our room. Now I was even more freaked out. I called my mom the next day to explain what happened. She believed me and decided to do some research. She met this lady who was a medium. My mom didn't tell her anything about me. The medium immediately picked up my name and the college I went to. She explained that there was a young girl who lived on the third floor of our building. And yes, we lived on the third floor. She had a boyfriend who got her pregnant. The boyfriend didn't want her to have the baby, but she did. He was abusive because of this. She couldn't take the abuse anymore, so she did something that left her friends and family devastated. She was, de- she was found dead in her room. The medium said that this girl was trying to get my attention to spread the word about what actually happened to her and what her boyfriend did. No one knew, not even her parents. I started to tell my story around campus and was shocked that other people were experiencing things in the building too. One girl said she heard someone singing in her ear, in her ear when walking down the hallway which is also weird since we found out she was in the choir. The person who lived in our room before us said she woke up with bruises sometimes. Since this was the first year guys were allowed in the building, it could have struck a nerve and set her off since. There was just so many things adding up and and making sense now. About a month later, Gabby and I ended up moving into another building since I couldn't fall asleep in that room anymore. Oh, well. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time to read my story, guys. Love ya. Oh, I love Kara. Oh, um, Kara, I love her. I love the little LOL at the end. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I couldn't sleep anymore. LOL. LOL. I can hear her face. I know. I can hear her voice. Yeah. I can hear her face. <laughs> I was like, yeah, girl. Yeah, same. Girl's <laughs> agreeing with everything I say tonight. <laughs> She's like, can, can you hear? You can't hear. Oh, oh, what are you like? Can you hear me? No. She's no. Like, no. <laughs> I'm like, um, I, I think that means that she can't. I can't. Um, that's that's wild. I totally I can't believe that happened to you guys. I know. Yeah, I totally. Actually... <clears throat> Excuse me. I totally forgot. I forgot about the fog part. Yeah, that room was pretty. Uh, the air in there was pretty damn thick. I will say. Yeah, I forgot like about the closet door part. Yeah. Oh my god. I wish I. I wonder if I could find old videos or photos because I definitely have. I just gotta look through it and I'll, I'm gonna post it on our Instagram. Um, and that piece of shit boyfriend. Right. May yes. he not rest in peace wherever the fuck he is or. Right. Does so. I kid you not, I'll never forget. I kept telling Kara this, and I don't know who else. Maybe you guys, but I do remember Junior living in that room. And every night, I felt so fucking nauseous. I'm like, what the heck? I'm not on my period or anything. Yeah. And I'm definitely not pregnant, okay? And I was like, mm, there's something up. What's going on with me? But I just thought it was like, you know, college stress, whatever. That party. Them. Bruh. <laughs> okay, no. It was every night, Cindy. I wasn't drinking every night and partying every night, okay? I remember you telling us about your nauseousness. Yeah, it was really bad. I just didn't know why, and I was like, mm. And after this situation happened, you know, with Kara, and then 
um, her mom contacting the medium and finding out that the girl haunting the room was pregnant. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's why. And that's why the medium, when, like, finally, like, all the information came out and Kara's mom confirmed with the medium afterwards, like, oh, my God, you're on point. How do you know this stuff? And then Kara's mo- um, mom told her about how I was, like, nauseous. And she's like, huh. yeah. Be- Sorry. How long after, like, that happened, were you guys able to get in contact with a priest and have the priest come out and bless the... So, um, we didn't contact a priest. I'll tell you what happened, because Kara didn't mention it in, in the story <clears throat> that she sent to us. <clears throat> but, after all this fiasco, we were just scared, okay? To the point, like, we were like, mm, maybe we shouldn't be in here. I don't know. We couldn't be in the room by ourselves either, I didn't, you know, I wasn't as scared as Kara because I didn't experience what she went through. Um, God forbid. Oh, God bless her. Poor I know. Girl. Poor thing. Um, but Kara's parents drove from Delaware to Hood College and mom and dad drove from Germantown to go to Hood also. And basically all of us got sage and did like a prayer. I forgot which prayer forgot which one that's like the hail mary but there's also another one that's what the medium suggested and it's basically just saying like this is a positive environment Mm -hmm. um we don't want you in here okay like being respectful you know it's like you're scaring us and then just saying like this is god's house blah 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 something like that and we saged the entire room from even underneath the bed and then um yeah, I'll never forget because, you know, mom, very religious, and pa- um, Kara's parents, you know, are Catholic also, and, you know, dad was born Catholic and raised Catholic. I'll never forget, dad was, like, um, telling her parents, like, yeah, you know, like, you know, I'm skeptical sometimes, you know, but I was born and raised with my from my mom and my dad as, you know, Catholic, and... I do believe that there are things that can't be explained, you know, and basically, basically agreeing, like, yeah, there's some spiritual activities going on here. Yeah. <laughs> mom, mom. Oh, my oh God. God. I heard dramatic <laughs> She I was know, probably like, freaking out. It's like, this air. She's like, I said <laughs> No, with that, mom. She's I like, can't oh, my God. With her water bottle. <laughs> and I she can't. sat in the bed, you know, and like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, she was probably like, I feel it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not kidding. That would embarrass me. I was a little embarrassed, I'm not going to lie. But, like, I believe mom, you know. That's so fucking funny. Because they know she's, like, very holy and spiritual. Like, (laughs) whatever. And then after doing, like, the prayer and the saging, like, it did feel, like. Lighter? Lighter. That's good. In the air, in the room, you know, like there, honestly, guys, there really was more light there too, because we were in the corner of the building and we didn't get much sunlight in there. But yeah, I would be like, yo, I'm getting, I need my inhaler every fucking night up in this bitch. I can't breathe. I know. Uh, And yeah. And when she, when she said um, in her story that she ran next door to her neighbor, she was our friend also. Her name was Sophie. And, um, she literally lived directly next to us. And she would hear some weird shit in her room sometimes when we Ugh, weren't in there. Ew. She so would text us. She would literally text that. us. Yeah. No, I'd be like, please um, stop telling me these details. I can't. No. Um, and I, it sucks that you guys went through that. Um, but I'm glad that uh, we were able to 
get her story out there to yeah. you know, the spirit that went through this because yeah. unfortunately so many girls in you know college age go through these experiences and you know they're away from home they're um you know they're silenced on their own and already going they, through stress enough like trying right, to focus on graduating yeah, and passing exactly. classes and whatnot so there's this other stress on top that you know yeah and you add not even, a, not even just girls but i want to yeah yeah not even just women you know but also men too like boys like everyone yeah. has different situations in life like whether they're with a partner or not or just a friendship or just you know colleagues at work anything mm-hmm. and like people take advantage of others you know and that's another stress on top of what they're going through you know in life it's just so ugh. yeah so That's why I, I told so you girls, don't ever let these young guys treat you bad. <laughs> it's okay because I just I'm good. I treated them worse after. Oh damn! Maybe oh, during she, she said la toxica, la toxica. Yo soy la toxica. Hashtag. I'm very happy we're sharing the story because it was requested by this girl that her story be heard and I'm really hoping that with you know our audience and our booze that it kind of helps her if she hasn't already moved on as well I don't know how that really works but I'm just happy that her story is being shared a little you know, bit that's more. actually something else we mentioned like um so well in fact also booze and sissies um when remember I mentioned Sophie, our next door neighbor slash friend. Yeah, yeah. Live next. Yeah. So she did some research. Okay, this is why she used to be part of this boo conversation too. Um, she did some research and literally googled, but like when she googled about the girl and like any haunt like suicides at Hood College campus, you know, she really had to dig in deep because let me tell you. The girl who committed suicide, her family, you know, they were trying to hide this because, you know, they were Christians, if I can remember. Uh, and obviously, no university or college wants to have any kind of scandal where, you know, one of their students commits suicide, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. it was it was really, it was hitting really well. But somehow, Sophie found it. And um, she got all this information about the girl. And there's a photo, if I can remember. I don't know. But she was Ooh. in the choir. Yeah. Um, and um try looking it up afterwards and it's gone. We can't we can't find it. That's and crazy. I'm like, Bridge, yeah, she's like, I don't know where it is. Like I Dennis was looking everywhere for it. I had it, I should have saved it, but it's gone. What dorm building and was this? It was in Shriner Hall. Mm. It's literally the same guys, it's the same room, the same building. I stayed at a year later. <laughs> I remember, yeah, and you're like, yeah. This. this time I was, I stayed with my other roommate, Amy. Yeah, but nothing happened. It was great. I love that room. It was mm. Awesome. Afterwards, <laughs> it's because y'all blessed it or some shit. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, really quick before we come to a close, I have one more story. It sure. is also from Smith College. <laughs> Did you Google this while I was speaking? No, it was just right below. <laughs> I did it. It was right below the sessions house. Wait, you're doing that right now, so you're not listening. It was (laughs) it was right below the sessions house story, and like I I was just like looking over at the screen, and all I saw was 
woman in white running across the porch. And I was like, no, that's it. I'm done. I got to read it. <laughs> like, I, it, I started laughing, but. All right, let's hear okay. it. So this is the Tal Talbot house. Talbot? T-A-L-B-O-T? Yeah, like the store. Talbot? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the Talbot house. As the president of Talbot house reports, Talbot, Talbot house has two ghosts. The first is a mysterious woman in white who runs across the porch late at night. She has also been seen standing under the streetlights in front of the house, as well as the light in the parking lot between Talbot and Lamont. She's always in a white dress, almost like a wedding gown. She has long brown hair and is of average height. When she runs across the porch, she jumps over the rail and disappears. When she, when seen under the streetlights and in the parking lot, the woman in white stares off vacantly until she acknowledges your presence. Then she disappears. The better known ghost in Talbot House is Thomas. Thomas was a little boy who was killed by his quote-unquote friends when the house was used by the Bessie Capen House. Because Thomas was chubby and not as quick as the other boys, he was teased oh. and mistreated by his peers. One winter, I know. One winter, the boys were playing a game of hide and seek, and they asked Thomas to play. He was overjoyed by the invitation, since the boys were generally not nice to him, and he joined the game. Unfortunately for Thomas, the boys' invitation was just another cruel joke. When the game started, two of the boys led Thomas up to the attic. They told him to go in first, and they would come in behind him. Instead, they slammed the door shut as soon as he was up the stairs and ran away. A few days later, Thomas was reported missing. Oh my God, they forgot about him? When the teachers came to the attic, they found Thomas, who died of dehydration. No! Thomas still I lives in Talbot. Before the attic was locked, Thomas would frequent the fourth floor bathroom. He would turn on the faucets, flush the toilets, and was sometimes seen washing his hands. On family weekend, a mother had an entire conversation with Thomas. As she walked out of the bathroom, she turned back to say goodbye to Thomas. He had disappeared. Since the attic has been locked, Talbotiers residing on the fourth floor can hear footsteps and running through the ceiling. Sometimes there are faint knocking sounds at the attic door. Yeah, so that one broke my heart. Poor Motherfucking bitch ass kids. Toby, Toby I would haunt the fuck. Oh my god, poor Thomas. Stuff. I just want to give him a hug. Because that's fucking horrible. Can oh, you imagine? Chunk, chunk. I know. I'll give him some cannolis. Oh. Bitch. <laughs> what are you? That's so <laughs> what the fuck? Cannoli? Okay, I went to an Italian place um, earlier that I've never been to. And it's like, it's cute because it's like Italian market and restaurant inside one. And <laughs> cute little mini cannolis. And <laughs> okay. I'm the fuck? Chubby. Not a <laughs> I'm like a chubby chub right now. What he needs is water. <laughs> That's no, sir. No, don't laugh. You go to hell, bitch. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing at that. Oh. I was imagining the lady in white when you said she brought No, I was like, oh she's a God. horse. I, think, I don't know why. Jump the fence. Yes, me too. No, I swear. It's like a football player, right? Yes. I'm thinking of a fucking horse. <laughs> that is so funny. I try not to laugh at that part. Guys, 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 when she's like running, lifting her dress, like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I just imagine what if she like tripped over her dress, Stop. like, Stop. climb over. <laughs> I just picture it kind of like white chicks, you know, oh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. I want to watch it now. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. yeah, that was the funny part. And then Thomas, so 
but that's it. That's I'm gonna I'm gonna save this. <laughs> Actually, um, can we talk about the Bridgerton experience? Oh yeah, oh, yes. Okay. Some some booze uh, hit us up after we posted the stories and photos from mm-hmm. it. It was so much fun. Like I want to do it again. Me too, yeah. and I want to go early. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I still Does girls just go. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm down. But it was a lot of fun. Show. So, um, basically, so you booze know I got my sisters and I tickets for the Bridgerton experience last year. Like, I don't know how I came across it. It was like an Instagram ad. And I had never watched Bridgerton before then. I'd only seen like a couple episodes when Nana and I lived together and she was watching it in the living room. And I would just sit there on my phone. And so um, I got them tickets for birthday, Christmas, whatever. And then... I watched the show a couple months ago just because I was like, hey, you know, we had this Bridgerton experience coming up. I should probably see what's up. Fell in love. And I just rewatched season two, actually, because I love season two so much. Um, but it was really fun. And I'm really sad. There were actually a lot of activities to do. But like there was like a scavenger hunt. You could take so many photos, but we didn't really have enough time to do all that. And I didn't win Diamond. So it was a yeah. scam of a night, but whatever. You I are guess. diamond in our eyes. I'm gonna fuck that on yeah. me shit to me. <laughs> Your fucking grandma heels. <laughs> My communion <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I kid you not. Just imagine a like little girl Larry- with her white communion shoes and her white dress. Those are my shoes. Like, I oh, will... Andrea, a communion oh, we'll girl it. had higher yeah. <laughs> heels than those joints that you had. Imagine Harry, um, Hillary Clinton, her little fucking... Yeah, any old heel. women, like, communion shoes, old, old lady shoes, just white. But ironically, it was Bridgerton. Mine just like that too. I know, but they're my work shoes. <laughs> Best because I'm not gonna comment on actually. Instagram. But not comment. <laughs> yes, shit. overall, that's why uh, you didn't win diamond. That too, it's like uh, so no, like, it's bye. because they're stupid. I we truly dressed as Bridgerton style. Like I like, I don't understand why they don't choose people who don't dress Bridgerton style like that. I don't Often. know that it kind of irks me like that's <sighs> whatever. I know okay. that's what we wanted to do. We were trying to, you know, with limited funds <laughs> she and play the part. Yeah, we did it really well. I'm very proud of us. I think we looked Bridgerton, but yeah, bows were amazing <laughs> besides Andrea. <laughs> oh, yeah, I slept on my fucking shoe. So my dress was long and I obviously had little shoes. And so when I walked off the carpet, I like slipped on my fucking shoe. I was like, God damn it. Andrea was so into this. Like she researched yeah. this shit. She practiced. Like, I did. I was like, I'm practicing. Okay, not practicing. weeks before. But okay. I did practice. I practiced like the day before my bowels. I was like, the, we go fucking, or my curtsy. Yeah, you, Apologies. Because you have curtsy. to present yourself to the queen. Just yeah. like to walk up. in the show. Yeah. Um, And then she will nominate people to be the diamond of the night uh, of the ball, whatever. And Andrea was like first up. Second. <laughs> I was second. 
<laughs> she ran up there. So, so yeah. actually, actually, the reason why I ran up there is because the motherfucking workers, when we first walked in, they were like, you have to go first. Like, you have to be right? up that front. Was, that's why I was hyped. Yeah. And I was like, I bet I'm up in this bitch. Like, I'm a, I'm a wind diamond. Right. Yeah. And so I go second and whatever. But it seemed like she didn't hand out any, like, like tickets until or she it wasn't her but like they didn't hand it out until like later on so like i kind of got screwed over too because you're like i was like, one up and you go there you do everything perfect and she's like she's like lovely dear and then i'm like oh she did it and you just i trip and i'm like oh no nah, she didn't the guy was about to hand it to her too no he wasn't he wasn't oh Oh, okay. Uh -uh. They're like, "Mm -hmm." no. (laughs) No, he wasn't. They didn't hand it to anyone that, like, first went up. It was really, like, truly the middle group and towards the last. Which, by the way, shout out to Gabriella who did get Mm -hmm. nominated. I still Mm -hmm. have it. It's because I showed y'all how to fucking curtsy. None of y'all knew how to do it. Um, okay. Uh, no. I went up there with Chris. I, oh, she yeah. was like, lovely dress, dear. And she's like, and handsome date. I'm like, what the fuck? Honestly, I <laughs> about all our dates. Yeah, the guy's got more attention than us. Yeah, I, that's true. And I dressed him. <laughs> I'm like, that's me. <laughs> that's my work. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. If you, any of you booze are able to get Bridgerton Experience tickets, do it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot of fun. Highly you don't have to. You don't have to dress up, obviously. But if you, uh, yeah, you don't. <laughs> you don't have to. But it's definitely recommended. It makes the experience so much better, and it's really enjoyable. And I think if you just dress Bridgerton style, or if you want to dress all up fancy dancy, non Bridgerton style, you might actually have a shot at winning Diamond. So make it you know at the point look at this saying. point just andrea that's so me make it unique and different based off your taste and style okay if you aka non bridgerton make it different and unique aka not bridgerton andrea i know <laughs> she's want to dress up <laughs> can you tell me i'm can you tell i'm salty anyway oh, all right yeah. but that's it that's our episode um wait as I have oh, an announcement oh yes first i want to show you Look at this fluff. You're getting a new fur baby. Uh-huh. You. Oh, he's so, so cute handsome. little ball. Yes. Tell me that's the announcement. No, the announcement is I found out um, and I want to discuss it with you guys uh, further, you know, so I can get your opinions. But uh, I found out that you can clone a cat for $20,000. No. No, Cindy. Cindy, no. We're not going to, Chris and I aren't going to have kids. We don't want kids. No. (laughs) These are our kids. You're not going to clone Tango. We have limited years with them. Do for 20,000. Cindy, just go grab another orange cat. I'm going to save a lot of money. (laughs) Just get, no. These are our kids. No. Stupid. No. First of all, 20,000 can go to your honeymoon. Okay. For, actually, that's first of all. Second of all, um, there are many other cats you can find, and yes. cloning is uh, not acceptable. I'm sorry, I don't believe in it when we have so many cats in need of a home. Yes, I know, awesome. but they're not this cat. I don't this care. Cat, I love him. He don't they love you. He only loves Chris. So okay. They they love. Love. <laughs> I said I love. Him. <laughs> I didn't say 
loves me the same. That's why you want to clone him so you can get a second chance. He does love me, but not as much as Chris. He doesn't. He loves me. He. I'm his mama. However, (laughs) that being said, that being said, Chris is, um, is just his pride and joy. Like they are each other's pride and joy, and I accept that. I'm okay with that. I still want to clone him. No. <laughs> oh, Cindy. Just look at him. He's so cute. No. Aren't there like health issues when you clone an animal too? Like that. I don't know. Well, I've never even that. heard of this being yeah, a thing. I found an article. I mean, I've heard of it. <laughs> and I was going to send it to you guys. I was going to send it to you guys, but I was like, no, let me just surprise them. Okay. Well, denied. Denied. <laughs> Blank denied. But I think our booze would also agree. Booze, if you agree, adopt. let us know. Animal I expected you guys to be like, yes, we'll do a kitten shower. No, no what the fuck? <laughs> Rebus, I swear to God, it's only you that thinks shit like this. I swear to God. <laughs> right? <laughs> what, the kitten shower or the cloning? No, the cloning! Cloning! No, the cloning! I didn't think shower. of that. I've always thought, I'm like, oh my God, how can I preserve his blood so maybe in the future... <laughs> Uh, we we could clone the futures oh here. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> the futures I found among an article us. about this girl you know that paid awesome. twenty thousand dollars to to clone her cat because she right. loves her cat. I love my cat. You know what's sad about this? What? It makes sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't actually. What What's so sad is that she wants to clone Tango, but not Lola. Bruh, or Romeo. I didn't, get I didn't read an article about cloning the dog. Okay. The clone dogs and too, Romeo but... Fluff Fluff. Oh, you need yep. to I'm so sorry. Yeah, I feel so my poor baby. Listen, he's gonna be living for another 20 years. <laughs> I'm not worried about him. <laughs> oh my Fluff god, is... I don't know. <laughs> so sad to say. Like I'm not that I'm never ready, but just because and he's enjoying his his last couple years, you know, and I'm happy about that. I'm blessed. I love my Romeo Fluff Fluff, but I think you wouldn't. Don't you dare like, say it. No, I'm not. <laughs> He's fine. He looks great. He okay, actually right? does. He has a lot of energy. He stays running no, away from me. You see his fucking disabled <laughs> paw? The fucking, the fucking animal or whatever that bit him and I had to take him to the vets because it was all swollen, remember? And it was like an infection. His paw's still fucked up. Like um, That motherfucker fucking... almost scratched me earlier with that paw. I don't know what you mean. Fucked up oh, or disabled. <laughs> He's an indoor outdoor cat. That's you know. He only he only tried to scratch me because I was I was brushing out his matted fur. I've been brushing it out. So happy you do that. I do that whenever I see him. Yeah, I didn't know he had the YouTube video of how to. um, Yes, I saw clean a senior cat. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um. By the way, Andrea, so happy I spent Nico's birthday with him yesterday. I didn't even know it was his birthday. If I would have known, I would have taken him out somewhere. I, I was really busy with work and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to take him out another day to celebrate because I just couldn't. It was really bad. I played with him. Gave him oh, thank love. you. I gave him pieces of steak too. Yes. I was eating. Booze. So, you know, my, my, my dog, my baby turned two yesterday, May 16th. So he's a grown boy now. Happy birthday, dum dum. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> Down. Chocolate drop. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's so cute. I love him. He's so crazy. I love him. My neighbors were like, "Yeah, that brown one <laughs> has a lot of energy." Yeah, trust me, we know. Yeah, 
And he's so chill around the house, but, like, the second he leaves, he's, like, fucking psychotic. But it's okay. I'm going to take him to the dog park, and he's going to meet new friends. All right. So that is the conclusion of our episode, episode 24. Thank you again, Booze. Um, Once again, as always, we would really, really appreciate it if you follow us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Andrea? TikTok. Yes, TikTok, whatever. Um, Haunted Hermanas Podcast. Okay. Um, Also, we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please um, rate and review. We really, really would appreciate it. And also, if you have any, you know, ghost stories or any anything at all, if you just want to talk to us, email us. E- wow. <laughs> email us. DM us. All ears and eyes. So Yes. We love to hear your story. So, or if somebody else's stories, then even if they don't want to listen to us, <laughs> at least mm-hmm. send us your stories. For the love. Mm-hmm. All right, and I think that concludes our episode. Thank you, everybody, so much. Thank you for bearing with us, and we will see you for episode 25. Live, laugh, love. Bye. Adios. Nadia. Y vaya con Dios. Adios. Y vaya, y vaya con, con Dios. Dios.